Welcome to Are We Europe Readouts. Today we're reading a story from our latest print magazine, Unsilenced, the Colonialism Issue. It explores Europe's relationship with its colonial past and present. The Development Sector's Diversity Problem Read out by Priyanka Shankar Written by Amira Aleem In July 2019, the hashtag CharitySoWhite began to trend on Twitter when participants at a training event run by the British Citizens Advice Bureau noticed a training slide entitled Barriers to Working with BAME Communities. The slide said that people of colour were inherently money-oriented and had low levels of literacy. For the participants, this blatant racism was symptomatic of a fundamental problem with diversity in the charity sector where unfair pay, racist comments and microaggressions, including confounding names of people from different races, are rife. In the UK, charities that focus on homelessness or support for relatives of cancer sufferers place great emphasis on the lived experience of their beneficiaries and work with them to shape policy. In international development though, while a majority of work happens in countries with non-white majorities in Africa, Asia and South America, people of colour rarely hold decision-making roles which perpetuates white colonial narratives in the sector. As Charity So White, now a campaign group, points out, racism affects the livid experiences of populations deemed unworthy, flawed and dangerous. These livid experiences matter and we believe that people with experience of racism must be central to the work of anti-racism. Lena Beru, Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Manager at Bond, a network of British development NGOs, says part of the problem is who the sector values as experts. A glaring 9% of employees in the UK international development sector are non-white. And in a 2014 study of the 50 largest fundraising organisations, only 12% of chief executives, 6% of senior managers and 8% of trustees were non-white. This reinforces the classic white saviour complex, the idea of privileged, often white, wealthy Europeans carrying the burden of saving poor, disenfranchised people in the global south. The problem is both structural and implicit. There are several barriers to black, Asian and minority ethnic candidates entering international development. In the UK, for example, to get a sponsored visa, candidates from outside the European Union or European Economic Area must earn over £30,000 a year and be sponsored by an organisation, something many international development charities can't afford. Shreya Nambiar, who is from Bangalore, India and has a Master's in Developmental Economics from the School of Oriental and African Studies, has been applying to jobs in the UK development sector for months. Her Indian passport means prospective employers' hands are tied, she says. And they haven't been able to pay the hefty fees needed to sponsor visas. I have lived and worked in a country where there is such a big development sector, I really thought that would give me the upper hand. These challenges can disproportionately affect candidates outside of Europe. It's mentally exhausting and has a huge toll on your self-esteem, says Nambiar.
This year, a report published by the Association of Chief Executives of Voluntary Organizations highlighted how the charity sector, despite good intentions, still reproduces racial inequality, blocking BAM people from positions of influence and power through policies and processes designed without them in mind. Jobs in international development often require prestigious degrees which can be unaffordable and out of reach for candidates who face challenges accessing higher education, typically BAME candidates. Job adverts are written without published salaries, which disproportionately affects BAME candidates when negotiating fair pay. Additionally, once recruited, it is not uncommon for people of colour to report that they are the only non-whites in rooms, teams and sometimes whole organisations. In one study, 147 BAME participants out of nearly 500 reported being treated as intellectually inferior by colleagues. International development's issues with race are unsurprising, given the industry was built on colonial foundations. One international development profession puts it this way, First, there is a very big lack of finding, identifying and disabling problematic structures of privilege in international development. Second, there is a problem with understanding the racial stereotypes in international development. And third, there is a need for true inclusion that will be understood by a local in the streets of Nairobi or India. By the end of World War II, the breakup of European empires had over 61% of the world living under the poverty line. Most of these people belonged to former European colonies and didn't have access to basic necessities like food, water, education and healthcare. In the years that followed, a number of global organisations sprang up to address poverty, compelled by the injustices of war and colonialism. Many of these organisations continue to perpetuate the colonial values upon which they were built. Felix Oino works for a UK-based NGO tackling gender inequality in rural Kenya, where he works on the banks of Lake Victoria with a community of local farmers, international aid comes with conditions. There are fishing communities where people have used their education and their knowledge to come up with better ways to fish and not having to depend on donations from the West, says Owino. Although communities have been successful at this, they have to approach their work differently because of what Western donors want, explains Owino. These power dynamics are harmful not only because they position people in poverty as hapless and in need of rescue by wealthy, well-meaning strangers, but also because they reinforce the power imbalances that led to the creation of the sector in the first place. The disconnect between fundraising in countries in the West and the charity work being implemented around the world means that despite its best intentions, the international development sector still has a long way to go. But there is hope. Charity so white participants hope to change some of the attitudes to race within the sector by having honest conversations about the challenges people of colour face within it. Bond is pushing for NGOs to disclose the salaries of positions advertised online, a step the network hopes will help make the sector more inclusive. It is also organising conversations solely for people of colour. After one such event, participants thanked Biru for creating a space for them to share their experiences in a safe environment. For many, it was the first time in a room where they were not the minority.
Development as an industry needs to be valuing voices from the global south and valuing that experience and bringing them into the industry, says Nambiar. To help them do their work, they need a more informed perspective. I hope there is a shift, says Biru, and that people of color are seen as valuable. Do you like listening to our stories? Dive into all our readouts from this issue or previous ones. Or listen to our original stories at our main RW Europe channel. Just search for it wherever you get your earful of audio. And don't forget to sign up as a member at rweeurope.com member. As a member, you will connect with storytellers across the continent and be first in line for all our special multimedia stories and events. You'll also receive our beautiful print magazine four times a year. So go ahead and sign up at rweeurope.com member.